This place was built on. That's what our community is founded on. Don't act like the example, just be the example. This is the home of the greatest fitness community in the world. We're trying to create strong, able bodies, resilient to injury with a gas tank to get shit done. If there's one thing from this podcast about taking media action, find the problem, fix the problem, this is your opportunity. It's either a hell yes or a fuck no. It's that simple. <laughs> now is the time to take action. Now's the time to do more and be more. Are these actually Uggs? These are Uggs, man. You know me. I'm, I'm like not buying the fake ones. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, dude. I, like, I listened to a podcast once. So you're actually going to buy these? I would, man. I listened to a podcast once with the guy who came, like, who made Uggs or like the, the brand. The podcast is sweet. It was like his stories are awesome, actually. Really? And, like, I held off forever on these, but they look so comfortable and big guts. They're aren't they? They're, they're, they're supposed to, they were like originally meant for dudes. And then like. Really? Yeah. They were supposed to be for guys. There's, there's, there's surfing boots or surfing shoes or whatever. Really? They're really sheepskin, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, if it's you like, want to touch them, you can. I'm not gonna t- okay. stick my hand in your shoes. <laughs> go for Rub it. My face. Go for it. They're calling them mugs. The girls around here make fun of me because I wear these and I, I got my Crocs six. and I got so my white Air Jordans, <laughs> my white Air Jordans flip flops, and nobody likes those. But I'm all about the comfort, man. And, yeah, man yeah the dude, I'm man the, enough to wear Uggs. What do I care? The dude like drove around in a van and like sold them at the beach, like Uggs, like the like the brand. You're not and, supposed to wear socks in there. No, you? so you're supposed to be like get out, get out of the water, put them on. It's really? Cool. Yeah. Slick. I want a pair. Send me the site. What is it just Ugg site? Yeah. Well, I think so. Danny ordered them. You have to ask her. <laughs> I think she got it on that. Uh, what's that thing? That shoe site. I don't know. No. I don't know. Island Wonder Rock comes to me all the time, but yeah. Anyways, I <laughs> guess we're on, eh? I remember, we on? Yep. Welcome we're to on. the Tango One Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Tony Smith. Uh, today, joining me, I got a couple of guest hosts. I won't call them guests because these guys have both been on the show multiple times. <laughs> uh, third or fourth time each, I think now. Even more, maybe, for you, Corey. So I got Coach Corey V, a.k.a. Level 10 with me, and... Uh, Mike D, Mike DeFazio is with me again, and uh, today we are just going to be on here, we're going to shoot the shit about anything and everything, like as you can already see from man Uggs to, uh, you know, Blast Camp is coming, so we want to chat about that a little bit, because I know you guys both want to be involved, and you guys are both graduates, and then, uh, I don't know, talk about instruments, talk about sports, whatever, yeah. it goes, wherever it goes, shin tattoos, shin tattoos, talk about shin, shin tattoos. tattoos, so yeah, Cor, what do you got, man, what's new? I don't know, it's just, uh... Jim's feeling pretty good lately. You know, everybody's coming in. It's it's nice environment. Uh, got a lot of new faces, a lot of curiosity about the gym, which is uh, nice to see. And you know, obviously with the the yeah the the, the new full time job switch. Yeah, man, that's, that's what I was a, going to get. That's a big one. Yeah, so making that transition was big, and and coming here every day. Uh, honestly, man, it. Uh, it feels so good like I said before like I used to work I used to dread like the weekends and like I remember Friday I'd be like taking a shower after FYF right or I'm like okay how much do I got to get done I got to make sure I have a good weekend because come Monday I got to dread going to work 
And then I was sitting there and I'm like, you know what? No, I now I Monday wakes up, I'm ready to rock. Like it doesn't I don't feel like I had to dread going to work anymore. Sick. I've actually always wondered like what that would ever feel like, like a full career change like that. Yeah, so since the last time Corey's on the show, for anybody who doesn't know, he quit his he had like a factory job that paid him pretty well. Very good paying job, yes. And uh, he took the big jump, kind of like like you're like the fourth person at the garage gym to do this now, man. It's crazy. Sick. I feel like I love it. The I culture is strong here. I love yeah, it. I don't want to steal the show on it, but like yeah, it was oh, a man, big move, is... and like it really, uh, like I knew eh, one time in my life I was gonna. I always did you know part time coaching. I always did training. I always did nutrition with people, and like I've always been part of a gym and. I did it part-time and I loved it. It wasn't even work. It didn't feel like work. That's why I kept it alive so much and I love it. And I knew I was going to make the jump, but I just didn't know when. And uh, it took me a little bit. And finally, you know, being a part of Jim and, and you, Tony, big inspiration. And just like, it's now or never, right? And if I don't do it now, I just, the next 20 years will just fly by and I'll be in the same spot, you know? Yeah, man. I, I find when like things get like that with me, it's like, it's like, I feel like every day it's like, oh my God, it's Friday again. And yeah. like, not in a good way. Like, not like it's Friday, like it's like the weekend's the, the week coming. Flew. But it's like, how the fuck is it Friday again? Mm -hmm. And it's like, and you don't, I want, I feel like I'm not when I'm like, got my head down, nose to the grind kind of thing. You like miss everything that's going on in the world and it's Friday, you know? Yeah, I had a hard time with that actually. Like a lot, like a real big hard time with that for the last like, um, I don't know. So I've been building for 11 years now, but the last, I want to say maybe seven years, was grindstone like i missed birthday parties i missed friends parties family parties i missed all these good times that because like now i'm making i'm making it a point now to go experience these things with my friends and family that i never did before because I, my head my head was down the entire time they were talking about all these stories and this and that from when we did this three summers ago four summers ago do you remember that do you remember this and i'm like i missed all of it i don't even i don't know it like and it's it sucks to me, but I mean at the same time, if without those, I don't know if I'd be where I'm at. So like I, I'm thankful for what I've done, but at the same time, it's like it's kind of like I have to I have to deal with some of the consequences of being that hard in the grind and not knowing any different at the time, right? Like now when I when I tackle the work that I'm doing now, it's different because I'm aware that if you do this like this, you're eventually going to lose out on these things. People call this balance, but I don't think it's balance. I think it's like a certain type of focus because you can focus here yeah. and then you can focus there and then you can go back here. But it's people call it balance. I don't think that's balance because when I'm focused here, I want like 100% pure focus here. Yeah. And then it's complete the tasks, focus here now. And it's like, give time to this, give time to that. Right? That's, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the, like for me, it was always with the people who are like, oh, do you regret you're, you know, doing 20 years at the police station and all these things. It's like, absolutely not. Like one, I don't know. And you're the same. I mean, you're, you're self-built right from the start, which is like amazing. But like, I don't know, like if you hadn't had your old place, the factory, if I hadn't had the police, like I wouldn't have the house I lived in, living now. I wouldn't have some For of the, sure. you know, the, the other investments that are helping me to get through, you know, when, when business goes up and down, like, you know, for the last couple of years, obviously it's been a threat to the gym industry, right. but like, yeah, there's no regret there. And, and I fucking loved being a cop, man. I loved it, you know? And then at a certain point I woke up and I did it. And then oh, that was when yeah. it was like, you know, I need to start searching for another, another means. I always say like, if, if I would have, they wouldn't have changed the rules on SWAT to tenure me out 
not just me, but everybody. Like they made a like a time limit. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'd still be there, and I don't yeah. think I'd be as well off. And I don't mean financially. I mean like just as well off, like as a human being and family and health and all these things of course yeah so at the end of the day some of these things are you know this that was a turning point in your life and i don't think you'll regret it no matter what no and i and i like like you said tony that build up like it uh i'm grateful for you know the money i made and this the stability i made for myself and kind of comfort but you know it is still scary making that jump you know and uh but I, i love what i do and just gonna keep keep rocking and it feels good every day just feels good. Ch- like change in general is scary though yeah man yeah. you like, guys are just talking about downstairs you and Danny right it's yeah. like exciting though yeah it's exciting but it's still scary yeah 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 and like with the with change and with like making the jump and all these things like one thing is like you know man like knock on wood your place like completely went under your business mm-hmm. you know like completely went under the whole freaking block burned down or something you'd be fine oh yeah you know what I mean you'd find a way it's like you've got something yeah. You've got a skill set. You've got a personality. You've got an energy. You've got this mindset. You'll succeed. You'll find a way to to, to make it happen. Yeah. So like I I talk about this all the time actually. Like if you took away everything that I had right now, well one you wouldn't be able to actually take away everything from me. You couldn't. Because you've diversified so much. Not not even no? that. Like okay. if you took away all of those things, diversified portfolio, whatever you want to talk about, all of those. If you took it all away, I would still be better off than I was because it's the knowledge. Like yes. you, when the more you learn and the older you grow, when you have all these experiences, your floor gets higher. So the bottom isn't as low as it ever was, and it'll never be back yes. down there again because you know how to walk, you know how to talk, you know how to you know how to open a bank account, you know how to sell something. These are things that like True. you're never gonna forget, right? And sales, especially sales, are a huge one. And how to build build a team and how to have a systems and, and systems place. Like when all those things are there. You have when you have the, the knowledge and the experience of having those things, your floor gets higher. So the more you learn, even if you're failing, if you're failing and you're failing huge, it's okay because that floor's higher. You're never gonna be back at square one. Square one does not exist anymore. Yes. You hear me say this in the gym all yeah. the time, and uh, I've probably even said it at Blast Camp. Like, you stand on the floor, you hang from the ceiling. So keep raising the floor. Keep putting more. <laughs> putting more concrete under you put more foundation under you and so that you can raise the peak because mm. i mean in fitness if you're going to go for your deadlift pr that's hanging from the ceiling right you're going to go get that and then you got to fall down you yeah. got to fall down to your floor right and your floor is all those you know five by five good workouts you've done that can keep raising that number up so you can be and it's the same you know i find it's the same in finances i think it's the same in business your your floor constantly goes yeah. up so you know, in good times like right now, and you're killing it, and you're ha- you're you're hanging on the ceiling because like we're at a spike, right? Yeah. And now here comes maybe some bad times where yeah. some people are coming right now, right? The economy, and and if you got the floor at a certain place, you're not going to fall so far. Right. It's the same thing as having your foundation built. I'm going to throw that thing right through the window in a second. This one? Oh my God! Sorry. Man. He is the most popular man in the world. <laughs> so I'm going to turn this one. Off. I'm going to turn off because I thought I had it off, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. The other thing, sort of like that, is like building the foundation properly. Is when, like, I've always been taught to treat this like a staircase, right? Like they say, the higher you climb, the harder you fall. Not if the foundation is built properly, because if the foundation is built properly and there's a staircase, if you fall at the tenth step, you might only fall down to the ninth step. 
because if you built it properly, the problem is when you start moving too fast, the foundation is not built. You should start going from the fifth step to the 12th step to the 24th step. The 24th to the 12th, which is where the last step you built proper is a lot further of a fall. So that'll hurt 10 times more. But if you took the time to build everything properly strong, you make sure you got your team, you got your yeah. pieces in place, you're only gonna fall from 24 to 23 and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And actually, I to be honest with you, I encourage that you do it more often. Of course, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Fall? The, yeah, yeah. The man. faster you fall, the the faster you succeed. Like the faster you fail, the faster you succeed. And that's like, that's all. That's all okay. And I honestly, I feel like it's not encouraged enough. I think they say fail faster. Yeah. Know, like, just... yeah, fail fast, fail forward. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's for so us good. with the garage gym, it was like we went from we were still cops. Like our all of our tension wasn't here. We had two new little kids, mm-hmm. right? And the gym's going and. We went from like 30 customers to like from our garage with 30 people come in here. I think 24 came with us from our house to this building. And then we had 100 customers like that. So you want to talk about that's one of those steps though where it was yeah. a problem. It was a great problem. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. We yeah. went from like imagine step five to step 15. Like you just gave that example. But we realized like we had no infrastructure. Mm. We had no systems. We had no employees. Like and we were like trying to hold down. It was like I had to like. When I went in and asked for my leave of absence, which was denied. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, to that guy. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, that guy gave me the best thing ever was that not deny my leave of absence. But my, my pitch for the leave of absence was that this business is going to become a hindrance. It's doing so well to becoming a hindrance mm-hmm. because we couldn't keep up. And we had nothing. That's when I hired. And then that's where you got to also suck up your pride. I hired Dan and Joe. You know, Dan and Joe yeah. from Varsity House, who are still great friends of mine, the business strength. I swear by them. I've recommended them to so many gyms. Great guys. And they helped me put in systems. And it was a lot more work. Like, you're doing some of that system stuff now. It's a lot yeah. more work to go back and, like, input 100 people yeah. than it would have been to input one at a time as we as we got them in. But, exactly but that set us up for the moves we've made since, expanding into Kingsville. And now, you know, maybe some more big news coming. Who knows? But... As we start to make moves, the more of the infrastructure you have, the, yeah. the better you're going to be able to absorb that and, and teach it and like get people on your team doing those roles because you're going to need to delegate some of that work. Yeah. That yeah. reminds me of like what you were saying, like, you know, ask for leave absence. When I was leaving and I gave my first, I'll never forget this, and no names, great, great guys I worked with, nothing bad, but I went in and said my goodbyes and handshake and everything and, you know, I walked in, I said, I'm leaving. And the first thing... That they, he said to me, it was like, no one leaves here. And I just, I said, I'm leaving. And he was just shocked that no one leaves. And like, it fired me up so much that like, no matter what happens, like I'm going to give it all I got and I will rely on, like, I'm grateful that I'm not completely going out on my own. I, I Tony, I got you, like, I'm a part of this gym and like, and you've given me a platform to like, be me completely and that's the one of the biggest reasons why I I made that decision to leave because I know I'd be okay because I can be who I am and provide so much value that I love doing so I'm just gonna give it 100% that fired me up that day so much and I'll, I'll never never forget that I'll good think man. I'll ever forget that it should fire you up in a, like a real good way like nobody ever leaves here that makes you fucking unique yes that's like, amazing you know like like so very many people actually. I taught Irv this the other day. So on the Tango One Solutions logo, there Tango One, the Tango One podcast here, the asterisks. So what that is is the bad guys circles of of you know like 
criminal organizations is they call themselves the one percenters, right? Which is like the one percent of bad guys who create violent crimes. But in this, what the asterisk stands for for us is we're the one percent of like the tier one police officers. So being that one percent, man, those are like that's something great. Like yeah. that that guy paid you a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever leaves here. That's well, I just did for sure. Yeah, I just did. Yeah, and I'm never coming back. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like. I mean, may worst thing I always said worst thing that you know worst came to worst. I still have a great resume at the police, and I still have a good connection with a lot yeah. of people. Maybe not the guy that I just shot the finger to, yeah. but he's done. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, like you could just go back with your tail between your legs, and you know, I don't think it'll ever come to that. I don't think I ever would want to either. Like, I don't think I'd ever want to go back into that role or that job. Oh, I couldn't. There's no way. I I, I don't think I could physically or mentally handle having to do it. Yeah. Nor do I think I would ever need to, because I'm like I'm usually. I mean, if I have to suck up my pride, whenever if something ever got really, really tough, sure, that's a different story. But like, having like think the idea of going back, I, don't, I could not do it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, in a couple of weeks, I'm actually heading up north. I'm going up to Collingwood, and I'm uh, going to be helping out at the tactical conference for like the whole province, which I'm really excited for. But it's it's also it's like I'm in. I get to share some of the great things I've done. I'm going to get to see some of the great people I've worked with and and share some great memories. And, and meet some new guys who are, you know, and girls who are on their way up in that world. And that'll be great. I'll, yeah. I'm going to get like parachute in and then parachute out. And, you know, I'm going to learn something for sure, which is always Sick. applicable to blast and mm-hmm. applicable to all the leadership consulting I've been starting to doing. And that will always pay off. But like, it's like, I love this world. I respect the hell out of the guys and girls who do that and risk their lives. But at the same time, I'm like, you know. I'm taking that skill set and I'm applying it to other places, helping other people for in sure. different ways, which yeah. is which is a pretty sweet thing. It's important for sure. Pretty sweet thing. So, what do you think, Core? Back? Are you gonna go back on blast? Yeah. All day. <laughs> oh, you come at level ten all day. We blast. added an element. Some, the last. I got one. some pumpkins to steal or some watermelons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we got a couple of blast graduates here. I know uh, Mike, you sent me a really awesome message. Like sometimes, like I feel like man, like you get like I was bummed out. I was like having trouble selling this thing, and like at you know it's like you just got so many things. I'm like, should I even do it again? And then you get a message like that, and it's like it's like fate. Yeah. Like a message comes through, and you're like, oh, I got to do this thing again because at the end of the day, this is just about you know introducing men to different skill sets and mindsets mm-hmm. that hopefully they can apply to whatever part of their life or find a new hobby that they love so maybe what's what do you think what was your biggest like what was your biggest takeaway the biggest takeaway for me was just being around other men honestly like in in the sense that's like I, I talked about this at the end of the camp actually where it was where I was saying that just being around guys who have families wives people that rely on them to provide and and care for protect like all the things that we talk about at blast it it was like a different type of motivation for me i don't have those things or at the time i didn't have any of those things like you know what i mean like i'm like a guy i got a dog i got a team sure like i love my team to death but like it's not the same these like you guys got like i was almost jealous of the fact that these people have so much more to fight for and like so much more to protect that I that's what got me the most and I'm like even that's there was interesting view and I, and I feel like yeah. it's probably what most people would never expect from that honestly like we're, we're there shooting guns and like doing all these crazy workouts and stuff like with a, with a group of guys that I just met hours before and we left there and I'm like I look up to these guys for reasons that they probably that to be fair most people actually see as like a hindrance 
my wife this, I can't do that, my kids this, this and that. And I'm looking at it like, you get to do this because you do have a wife. You get to do this because you do have kids. You, like, you get to do these extra things that I don't have. I don't have that yet. So like, it was just different. It was a whole different experience for me to be around people that strong men and like leaders that are handling their own and protecting their own like like on that scale i loved it yeah it's so much more than just like it's 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 more than just going to a camp to me like it wasn't it wasn't like that it was yeah we're not playing gi joe in the woods man like no no, i know that's the impression some people get and maybe that's through my marketing and things like that but you know, uh, I think that's it. I, I went into, uh, this is a funny, I was went into a coffee shop the other day. This is like my moment of fame. On a Saturday, <laughs> when uh, before we met you, I went to grab coffees, oh, me and no. Casey. And uh, we walk into this little coffee shop and somebody's like, hi. I'm like, hey, I'm like, I don't know. Like, And then I feel like the other person's like looking at me too. And then they say, you know, you, you're the guy who runs those camps. And it's two women. And they're like, kids Gosh. are sitting there. And then she's like, well, why don't you do, I'm mad. Why don't you do one for men or for women? bunch of lot of women and i'm like at first i could feel like you know like i'm like oh here goes i'm about to get in an argument yeah yeah, yeah. right like and i don't want that at all no no for the sure. last thing i want yeah. and i you know i gave the answer like basically what i'm saying like my answer why do i do this for men i think women are doing great like yeah like this gym is 90 percent women because women get off their ass and do something about their lives Women are way more likely than us, and I don't know that this is a stat. This is my observation from being around 250 members. I've got, I get a good, pretty good petri dish. Women are more likely to do what they need to do to improve where they see weaknesses. Men are so fucking happy to just sit and do nothing, and like you know, and decay, essentially decay. Let gravity, like you know, father time, yeah. pull at you. You know, just drink beer and talk about the goals you scored. You know, yeah, like that. The good old like, days. Yeah. You know, and there's a time for that. Don't get me wrong. I love doing that. But like, there should be a lot of other things going on. And that's kind of what I explained to this, to this woman. And, and, and also like how you receive something is on you. Right. I thought it was a fight and she was actually just asking an honest question. And she's like, well, I love what you're doing. That was her response. And you're like, Oh, (laughs) you know, like, so I think people are so scared to put themselves out there. And I felt that, that fear. And Mm -hmm. I just like, let it go, you know, like a polite, like educated way. And and we actually have having a great discussion. It was like, you know, it was nice. It was, it's nice to see. And I think that's our greatest impact is men coming back and being, I uh, hearing from their spouses. I hear from their spouses like that. They're more connected. They're, they're more present, but, that they're more determined. Like, that's, that's, I think that's, that's huge. Yeah. I think that's just the guys get together and we open up and talk like, and we, we battle things out together and we like that, that camaraderie that's built, it's fused under like tension and you're not you know there's sleepless nights we're working together we got to communicate we got to talk that fusion there of like working together builds that camaraderie builds that teamwork and then 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 you then we build each other up and then your confidence grows so in one step after another after another and then you open up and show some vulnerability show some weakness and then yeah i can do that and still be successful and i think that that's a part of men that i think that we're the little bit that missing is like Showing that little vulnerability, showing the fact that like you are weak at times, but you're willing to fucking do something about it. I think that that's what blast brings out in a lot of guys, truly. Yeah, I mean, you well, I think it's a quote from Hamlet, maybe Shakespeare. It's for he who sheds blood with me shall be my brother, and like that okay. kind of yeah. like that's the yes. kind of what we put you through. It's like yeah, you're not shedding blood, but you guys are, you're wrestling each other. You're out in the woods. Yeah. Like you're competing against each other. You're working sweating, with each other. Like yeah. we kind of like you're sleeping in the same little terrible like 
like bunks as like next to each other you know yeah. like there's there's something that goes on with that that now after just what that camp's only like not even 70 hours i say 70 but it's really like closer to like 55 60 hours honestly it feels like a week and but the camaraderie, <laughs> yeah, the camaraderie the that comes deals. from that battle yeah, together yeah, that allowed then allows you to sit around the campfire and kind of like get some things out because like men we are the problem you know i know everybody's saying like oh we're, uh you know we're getting canceled and this and that but you know what men are the ones who cause violence for the most part we're speaking for in generalities sure. but like i mean pull up the stats we're the ones who are killing ourselves you know we're the ones, you know, like I said, are being lazy. And I think that's like, so that if we're going to take ownership of that as a gender, well, then that's maybe we deserve to be canceled. If we're not going to do anything about it. Fair. Right. Yeah. And it's not about yeah. like, you know, pinning people down and, and taking it. It's about like being what you should be. And that doesn't make the woman next to you any less. All yeah. that's going to do is make the woman next to you more. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Right. That yeah. makes her stronger. Yeah. And, and she makes you stronger and vice versa or whatever that relationship is in your life. It doesn't have to be about man and woman it's just like anything right but i think that's what the huge part of it is and i hope like like the skill set though like that's a lot of fun yeah for sure right like yeah like that's the part that you know i hope that you guys bring someone home with yeah that that was it was awesome like learning learn how to like how to fight wrestle like the, the what's it called the first aid like that style first aid super cool like all my guys learned what i learned that weekend the same like the week i got back to work so they learned how to put the tourniquets on and they've learned how to like like I mean, as much as I could relay the information without right. the setup that you guys had, which was intense, but um, at least you have something to take away. Yeah, like, man. When you never know, like if the situation arises, like you're that guy. And well, yeah, it's like the one thing I took away from that course a lot is like we are the first. Like the person, if you're at an event and something happens, you're the first responder, whether the, whether or not you're the firefighter, the the cop, whatever. Like you are the first guy there. You need to at least know how to like stop someone from bleeding to death or like de-escalate a situation like that's that's a very important thing like that's all we need is another guy screaming in the corner right because something's intense is happening you know what i mean like you don't need that guy like like let's let's de-escalate this and figure it out like there's this is what we need more of we need to understand that that's an issue because i don't think i think that where most of these issues are coming from is because we don't we're not aware of them Right, I, that's that's a huge. So for me, it's like, sure, we're teaching like what we're teaching there. We're not, we are not teaching how to kill people. We're teaching how to protect, protect yourself, yeah. save somebody. Should you become the, you know, the victim of a, like a terrible accident or the victim of random violence, which is you know it's rare, but a you car sh- accident, a car accident. You know yeah, I mean? that's the biggest one. That's the biggest take. I mean, the biggest lesson we're teaching there is probably that first aid that you know Branchy does. Yeah, it's like good. that is first aid that's gonna save you. Which you know the the CPR and stuff that people do in the St. John's thing. There's a purpose to it. There's a place, but that is not gonna keep you alive when you're out on the farm. We got a lot of farmers here. You know, put a chainsaw through your artery. Like that's not gonna keep yeah. you alive. No, we want to keep you alive in those unfortunate circumstances. Like what you said is like that like that's that that top that's the that's the part that you're hanging on that's the peak that's the ceiling but i want to raise your floor like we talked about earlier i want you to avoid situations like situational awareness avoid it understand understand what the consequence is and that is and plan 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 like we talk about situational awareness de-escalation we spend way more time on that than we do on the 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 sharp edge of that like hand-to-hand combat Mm -hmm. right because I, if you can avoid a situation, the hand-to-hand combat hasn't ever happened to happen, right? right, like, right. And, and 
you don't really want to get into a fight with somebody. It's very easy to lose a fight. Yeah. You know, I've been in lots of them, and it's very easy to lose a fight. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so let's in try to avoid it. Yeah. And especially when you see some of these guys, like the guys who teach ours, Carmen and, uh, you know, and Bones. Like, I could not even imagine. Like, no these men could. <laughs> no they, I'm, I'm a pretty strong guy, and I've been in a lot of fights, and I've been in a lot of crazy. These two guys who are very unassuming to look at. Oh, my, yeah. Could kill me. Like, it's like, like, so have. easy. Like, <laughs> no, he kidding. tapped me out 15 times the other day in three minute rounds. <laughs> Like, like yes. you know, like, and he wasn't trying. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, so there's these like, people. Like, these people exist in the world, and I don't want to run across them. I'd much rather avoid the whole situation through, you know, just all out avoidance, or they'd be able to de-escalate the situation yeah. and get out of there yeah. calmly. And like, and what does all that stuff teach you? It's applicable to business. Oh, of course. It's applicable to everything. It's of applicable course. to firefighting, policing, yeah. carpentry. It's all applicable. Yeah. It's just, it's life. It's, it's even how you handle things inside your own home. Yeah, I was gonna say, you not know? even physical, not even physical, like. The confidence and the communication skills that are built, getting along with others, like just like w- learning about people's weaknesses and strengths, and your own, and and util- and yeah, and utilizing. Okay, knowing that, hey, I'm not strong at this right now. Maybe I'm gonna have this guy, team member. He's gonna do this because he's stronger. I'm gonna check my ego for a quick second, yeah. and I'm gonna be like, yeah, it's your job, and and I'll help you out. What do you think we should do? You know what I mean? And that's where I think you could take that too, not just with like physical aspect, like just. You know, communication. Yo, man. It's true. Yeah, like, well, what's the uh, the thing that Luso always says? And there's like the the communication one is like like crisis negotiation is the same as communicating for a sale. Yes, the same sales, as man. having an effective conversation with my wife about a an issue that might be a hot topic, you know, in the household. And it's like you know, just little things like don't say but. You know, the second that you say, on that one. you know, you say, <laughs> yeah. you say yeah. but. I understand yeah. what you're saying, but. Once yeah. you say but, you basically said everything yeah. they said before. That's bullshit. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm, I'm working on that. You know, I've like, been working yeah. on that too. I catch myself saying it and typing it out. Oh, it's like ty- well. typing yeah. is the worst. I, I, You're like, you have to hit it three times to spell it. It's like, yeah. where you just say it. It's like one syllable where you got to put B-U-T. It's like, yeah. delete, delete, delete. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. like, I got to check yeah, myself now. I'm like, okay, where am I actually coming from with this? Yeah. Exactly. And then having a plan. Like having a plan. Like why do I, you know, like I, I think it was... Steven Grotto who asked me a great question was he's like doesn't all this like constantly assessing and the situational awareness doesn't it like just exhaust you and stress you out I'm like no actually the opposite it gives me a ton of confidence it gives me a ton of confidence where I'm not anxious because I know I have a plan yeah. I have a plan for what might happen you've and, created your brain you know it's like you know in the example that Chris Lucille says is such a great one he's been on the podcast you guys want to listen to that one it's such a great podcast he's like you know when you go into the fridge to grab a beer do you open the fridge door and get startled? It's like, no, you went in there to grab a beer. You expected the beer to be in there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the same thing is applicable on a much larger scale. You know, you go to the cottage, you have yourself a plan. If somebody's going to get hurt, when it happens, you're not nearly as startled. Yeah, it's going to shake you, of course. But you, you're already in now. You're, you're, not, you're in not in crisis mode. You're in problem-solving mode, yes. which is where you yeah. want to be as the protector of yourself and your family. Yeah. Right? What is it? The time to... The, uh, the time to plan is over. Where well, the time to prepare is over when you need to act, right? Yes. When it's time to act. There's no more time to prepare. So mm. you better fucking. You gotta be ready. Better yeah. be ready. Yeah, and yeah, like and, and too with training and fire and police and like doing a lot of training. I was told once by a captain. He's like, you know, why we train so much is because you're tra- like in an emergency situation. You know, they have fight or flight. But you're training. Like, what are you gonna freeze? Are you gonna are you gonna run? Like, you gonna run? Are you gonna act? that your training is that middle ground where it's like, I know what I need to do, I'm gonna do it, 
and I'm not going to flee or I'm going to freeze. I'm going to resort on my training. I'm going to resort on my plan yeah, and follow through. Mm. Exactly. It's almost like a muscle memory yeah. at that point. Well, like, well, not necessarily muscle memory, but it's like, it's just a habit. You've created the habit with all the training. It's like, this is what you do when this happens. You don't have to think about it. You just do it. Right, yeah, so that fright or flight is already knocking. Automatically, your body's going to do it, mm-hmm. but that training cuts it right in the middle. Yeah, the training is going to speed up your ability to, yes. to react. Yes, Right, so like action will always beat reaction, right? Yes. But the more trained you are, the more you can close that gap. Yeah. Right, like the more trained you are, like we did a drill to prove this. Like we put a, uh, it was a, paint gun obviously but put it on the table in front of uh, one of our actors and trained SWAT guys carrying machine guns were unable to get that shot off when they came through a door before the guy could grab the gun and shoot them right action always beats reaction because this guy knew they were coming through the door the guys on the other side of the door don't know what's going to happen ah yes but as a SWAT guy you should be expecting the door expect there to be not just expect want them the guy to be behind that door yeah like that's that's closing the gap that's the mindset that's the opening the fridge and not getting startled expect somebody to be behind that door mm-hmm. want somebody to be behind that door right and then you're gonna close that gap we win you should you should you might be slow but you're gonna you should be able to finish the job get your job done right it's, it's a pretty crazy world and it? it's i love how it applies over and how now going into these businesses and like talking about this stuff with people making them realize like this is the same thing man. yeah it transfers over it's it's you want your team to be a bunch of people who can think right you want everybody on your team to think yeah and yeah. because if they're all thinking decision they're makers. problem solving yeah decision making and then what happens the problems don't come to you like that was like one of, i remember a team leader saying to me when i was a junior guy on the team like maybe mid seniority guy on the team and there was a some stupid mistake somebody made and it was like you know and i go to him and he's like and he looks at me, he's like, Smitty, what the fuck is this even getting to me? And I'm like, uh, you're the team leader. And there's a big mistake. He's like, are you a leader? Why would you solve this problem? I have other things I'm working on. And you know I need to get these things done. Handle it. He's like, I don't expect you to come to me that. Like, I shouldn't. This shit shouldn't come to me. Right. And that's like that. And that, you know, that hits home. Yeah. And here it's like, you know, that this shit shouldn't get up to me. Like it's you guys true. should I, be I, handling on your level. Why are you not handling that? Right? Like I think and then true. why you're not handling that? It's my fault. I did not empower you to handle that. And that what he said to me, I was like, Yeah, you know what? Never again. You know? Unless I absolutely need to. Will I bother him with something like mm-hmm. this? I'm gonna handle it. Yeah. More people doing stuff like that. It's true. When when it comes to like my team, when when they come to me with a with a question about something, like say a project or something, it's like, Well, what do we do? Yes. And they're like, well, I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. I'm like, well, I'm asking you. What do we do? Because you're the one working on it. Like, I want to know. Like, tell, if you're going to come bug me, at least have some sort of plan. And my guys are actually really good with this now. Because if, if, if I never went at it, if I, if I never approached the situation like that, I would be getting all the questions still. Now, to come back to you guys on that one, to me come from here now, going working where I was, it was like, you go in, you do, you know what you're doing. You like, you don't even really have to think. You just go and do your eight hours and go home. Now making the transition here, it's been a huge transition for me because now it's like, yeah, I have to think on my own. I have to strategize. I have to make up a plan. You give me the opportunity to make the plan. So it's like, 
it's something where it's like I was handed to for so many years, not realizing how I like it. It it doesn't promote growth like stuff like that. So having a business and having a supervisor or a boss let you the reins to grow it, it helps and I, I see it in myself right. and you're laying a foundation what you're doing there is laying a foundation because whoever that was you know Tristan or Mike or whoever comes into your office with with the the now with a solution to the problem mm-hmm. or at least some kind of steps towards a solution right mm-hmm. the the person the new guy you hire in the shop is going to go to them with a question and they should kind of be responding the same way with that's something I got. What do you? What do you? Sure. Well, what do you think we should do? Yeah, it's not to make anybody feel dumb. It's to get them thinking yeah. about a solution, and then oh, yeah. you know, and, and a lot of times that first, you know, True. first five times somebody comes in your office, their their solution is not even that good, but you've got them thinking towards, it, and then you help them fill it in. Yeah, like I have no problem. Right? If, like so that's creating culture. That's that's a trickle. Yeah. That's the 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 trickle that's going to go down and down and down, and then as you know, maybe you have. 40 fucking people working for you at some point, you know, like, <laughs> like 50 people, 150 people, everybody's of that same mindset. Mm-hmm. That's culture. That's, that's a winning culture. Problem yeah. solving. It's healthy too. Critical thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like a lot of the times, a lot of the times I still have more to say, like I want to hear their solution, not because I'm, I'm expecting it to be right all the time, just because I want to hear them think. And a lot of the times I'm still like, that's a great idea, but I think this is quicker. Right, like I got, I'm the, I'm the numbers guy. Like, how do we actually make this work so that it still works for the company too? So, like, why don't we try this? Because when when it comes down to like the with, with what we do in our shop, I give them point A, point B, point C, point D, whatever to get for uh, for like the build out of our projects. I don't care how you get up to point A. I don't care how you get to point B. Get me from point A to point B, and you guys figure it out. There's gonna be a way that you're gonna do it that might even be better than the way that I'm doing it. And to be honest, that's what I'm expecting from my guys at this point. They've been with when yes. they've been with me for so long. I actually expect I want you guys to be better than me now. I want to hear better solutions. I want to hear better everything. Yeah. And they're 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 there. Like my guys are there now. Yeah, and it's awesome. It's, it's awesome. Great to feeling, see. Right? It's amazing. It's beautiful because like they like they've they've taught themselves. I've taught them obviously a lot, but for the most part at this point, the new challenges because I'm not back there as much. They're teaching each other and they're learning on their own. They're on YouTube. You don't know the answer? Go on YouTube. Because they'll, they'll come to me with a problem sometimes. I'm like, let me check YouTube because I don't know it either. Yeah. Now they just pull YouTube up on their phone and they're looking at it before they even ask me the question. It's, it's amazing. That's so good. And it like, and take that like a next, the next level is when somebody comes to you with a problem and you ask for their solution. You're like, you're going to get something that's unbiased towards you. Like that you're, you might stick out the only way that you know how to solve that problem mm-hmm. is what I should say. Maybe not biased, but the only way I know how to solve that problem is with this hammer. Yeah. When maybe they showed you what their solution is to do it with this <laughs> screwdriver. Like you just, and you, if you would have given them that, none of that would have happened. So now you've learned from something and this yeah. has just happened in here with us, you and Joe. Yeah. With the the thing we're going to be launching that, you know, you guys are interested in garage and people listening. Like Corey's got an amazing program. It's going to be coming out soon. And you guys, like we were all, oh, yeah. you know, knocking our heads off the table, trying to figure this thing out. And we left it at that. We said like, hey, you know what? You guys go sit down, come back with something and then we'll, we'll brainstorm it again. What you came back with was something I had not thought about whatsoever and it was a better idea. And I think it's going to be killer and I and it's, you know, it's going to make the members super happy. And it's going to be a huge value for them and it's going to work out well for us. Right. And it always works out well for us when the customers love it. Right? For sure. And it's the ownership that the ownership thing that we always talk about. Like right. that's, that's, that's like your baby now. That's yours. It's, and I have pride in it. Yeah. And it's like, 
yeah, and you know, it's gonna it's gonna be good, and it's nice to have that. Uh, I don't want to say free reigns, but it's nice to have that ability as an like you guys are business owners, but I'm also an employee, and it's nice to have that flexibility, like a support. Yeah, it's nice to when you have the trust, and uh, I get it, I get it solely. It's good. nice. It's good. Let's take that second and we'll talk about great teams. I want to talk to you guys about Team Murray Insurance, Ian and Karen Murray, Kingsville OGGs. These guys are killing it all the time. They're giving back to our community. They're giving back. They're hiring local and they are doing great things for their members. Uh, they are a one-stop shop for home and uh, insurance, auto insurance, financial planning. They can help you with all of it. Give them a call. Reach out to them on Instagram is probably the best way at Team Murray Insurance and tell them that Tango One sent you. You won't be disappointed. Yes, I read that one and like almost like I had it read. That was slick. Yeah, so pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like man, you guys, you guys are on like. Well, you know why? Because HQ Focus. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. I took my focus. I always take my HQ Focus before these things. That new tropics. So good for all my brain damage from like concussions and blows <laughs> yeah. to the head from this guy in MMA practice. But uh, it's uh, HQ Focus is the best. Go to HQ Nutrition and look them up, hqnutrition.ca, and uh, use code Tango15 to save on your next order. Yeah. What are you popping right now? What are you doing? Like an HQ and black coffee. HQ and black coffee. Yeah, yeah, these guys are both on 75 hearts, so I respected that. And I also poured myself a cup in this beautiful mug that Corey bought me for Christmas. Nice. Health, mindset, and accountability. Love it. Yes. This guy's badass, by the way. I would like. I just. I took a couple days. I was like, I think I'm gonna do 75 hard. I'm gonna do 75 hard. I'm gonna do it. At least it's like, just do it. I'm like, done. I'm doing it. <laughs> and then I'm like, I text Corey. I'm like, I text Corey within seconds. He's like, or I said, we're doing. I'm doing 75 hard. We're starting today. And he's like, done. Within 20 minutes, he was like walking. He's doing his outdoor <laughs> cardio, and I'm like, it's, this guy had no, no, no time to even think about it. He's just like done. I'm signing up. Like the long road. Is it road, a fuck yes or fuck no? Yeah, right, that's Tony? It. It's a fuck yes or fuck no. And that was a fuck yes for you the other that's night. It, we all went out. Corey came out, and that was a was We got lit, and uh, the test. That was days. an experience. Yeah. Uh, you know, being around everyone, being sober, and and uh, myself sober, and everyone just having. You know, it was. It brought it back a little bit, and it uh, felt good Sunday morning waking up and just attacking the day. And I'm like, I'm like, it's crazy how much booze can really screw you up. Oh, it's like it's like long term, man. Like, I'm like, I'm yeah. like, I'm already like, I'm what am I? Like, just over a weekend, and I'm like, my energy levels through the roof. I'm like, a, six hours of sleep all I even need right now, and I'm like up and going. Alarm goes off, I'm out the door. I'm like, I'm on it now. I love it. This is why I wanted to do it again, honestly. Yeah, I think we'd be. Uh... Corey, we'd be doing an injustice though if we didn't give credit to if you guys haven't been to coma on Dougal. I don't get paid for this. I actually paid a lot of money to say this <laughs> <laughs> for dinner. We had dinner there the other night, and it was quite possibly, and I'm like I'm a guy who loves food and loves going to nice places to eat, and it was possibly the best meal I've ever had. Oh, I'm saying for sure. Like in my life. It was we did the chef's choice, so we didn't know it was coming out and every single platter that came out one the servings were ridiculously huge, which was well, awesome. I think and it was then, called the taste. I think it's called the taste. You asked for the taste, but then my thought I'm like the taste I'm thinking like these are going to be yeah, small that's little what meals. I was thinking. Came out huge platters <laughs> and like that's and awesome. like and then you think okay, huge platters family style like maybe like you know it's like you're thinking like you know weddings that we used to go to and stuff, but it was it was freaking amazing like i would hands down if you haven't tried it go there and maybe uh if you're listening coma yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
we could get we could get a sponsor thing going for some of those lamb lamb chops. That's that'd be sure. amazing. That would be cool. That food was just cool. It's quality. It was quality it was too. So quality food. Great healthy choice. Like just great food. Great taste. Just Sick. perfect. Yeah, man. I'll check that one out. Yeah. Yeah. So what's on the plans? Anything? Got you guys got anything in the cards you want to talk about or? You want to share nothing? You got, what do you? What's next on the the uh, real estate front? On the uh, business front? You're um, always working on something. But yeah, there's two buildings in the works right now. Tight. There's, there's two two buildings in the works right now. Two of them are under construction. Um, one of them is is honestly so big. It's like it's a little bit. I'm a little overwhelmed with it right now, but I'm. It's also why I'm so excited about it. Yeah. I'm going to learn so much dealing with this, even if I fall flat on my face, which would not be cool. Um, I don't think I am, but it's because like I'm pretty good at planning. But there is so many moving parts. There is so many units. There is so many. The scale of this thing on its own is like it's such a new level to me. I'm learning so much, and like this is, it's awesome and scary at the same time. So I'm like I and once it's done, it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge for for me. So good man it's and it's gonna be huge for our neighborhood which is also the biggest point and the reason why i do everything that i do for ford city like that's my jam down there that's my baby that's what i've, I've been working on ford city for uh seven years now and it's finally coming and i'm and i always said it would take about 10 years sorry I, i've been i've been there for eight years now i always said it would take 10 years for the neighborhood to kick off and it's been eight two more years i'm hoping kyle and i and everyone else is working on those buildings down, down in Ford City there's a lot more open businesses and stuff and that's what I'm that's what I'm aiming for so I'm hoping by the time I'm done there's gonna be another six businesses down there so like that's my main goal my main goal is bringing in the businesses before we bring in the housing because if if there's good businesses destination businesses um, businesses that were that uh, you want to keep going to like return business kind of thing there will be a higher demand for people to want to live in the units live in the neighborhood live like be a part of the neighborhood and stuff so that's what we're working on now so that's a big that's a big it's been a huge project but ford city's like been my thing for a very long time now and every time i try to get out of there something Dude. falls on my lap and it's like <laughs> all right oh but it's amazing though man i mean i can tell you from being a i mean the early 2000s riding down ford city was not what it looks like now no. so it's definitely come a long way and it's it's you know like I was just down there visiting with you last last week or whatever that was, and it's just it's a different place, it's a different vibe. I went, you know, I went for a coffee and I went, you know, you know, I would have gone for a beer. I love that place where you sit outside down the street. Oh, uh, pressure drop. Yeah, you know, so there's so many great places down love there. It. I love it. I love it. For me, man, I've just been going all in on this Tango One Solutions thing. I kind of did what I did with policing. Like I just pulled the bottom out from under me. I've given the employees have like all the reins. We're we're actually overemployed right now at the garage gym to force me to kind of build this next level and it's been awesome I've gotten to work with some great businesses so far and I'm meeting with a couple more and you know doing the leadership and I'm not I'm trying to explain to people like when I'm going into a business I actually don't want to go into bad businesses I want to go in with good growth minded businesses mm -hmm. and I'm not to teach you business like I'm not an expert in business I'm an expert in leadership and culture and that's what I want to help people to to build more of because if you build more of that you I mean your business will increase and that's what you know so i've sure. been loving that that's been so fun to do this and i'm just lucky and like everything you learn something yourself every single time you go in there that's going to apply to one of the businesses that i'm involved with or real estate or something it's it's such a crazy world out there there's so many people mm -hmm. so much knowledge you yeah. just you just open your ears yeah to listen no, i'm excited yeah. i'm excited for us to keep doing what we're doing with uh with that 
yeah. the Tango one. So it's going to be good. I'm excited. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. Like, you know, I got nutrition under my belt now, and I get a bunch of clients coming yeah. in. Yeah. The whole new uh, specialty program we're probably going to be launching here shortly. It's just uh, it's really exciting that I can finally get all in and really provide to others my true strength and my gift and i get to give that to others and making a living off it it's just massive and uh i'm excited for those those big big opportunities big moves yeah today we had a real big meeting every monday like i say like if you want to build a successful team like every successful team i've ever been a part of has a lot of good traditions right and tradition for us is monday workouts followed by a team meeting. Uh, today we had a real big team meeting. I have more people here than normal just because we had some big news we wanted to share and uh, some big opportunities. And we we're really, really excited to get rolling here at the Garage Gym and with my own stuff. And I know you're you know, you're know, growing huge. So it's just awesome to be around guys like you all the time. And uh, hopefully we get you a guest experience from level 10. Yeah, a uh, blast. And you said you're gonna come out for some. I, want, I, I gotta be around it again, man. I'm <clears throat> like craving it. I, I honestly need yes. it. It's like, where, where's level two at? Or what are we doing, Tony? Where's he? he yeah, you're at the Blast Beast is, uh, is, is in the Ooh. works. And ladies, I know you've been listening. I've been working on the, I, I've been promising this. I think I'm going to do a blast, like a 24-hour blast, where it's going to be more skill-based. I don't think, uh, I don't think it's in my wheelhouse to sit around a campfire with a bunch of women and, and try to, you know, to get the same thing that I get out of the guys. I just don't think that's my specialty or nor am I comfortable with it. So, but I am very comfortable teaching these skills and that are, you know, have nothing to do with the gender. So I, I would love to get some women out there and, you know, do some of the, the, the violent acts and the, uh, the life saving and all those kinds of things. That I think like a lot of the, the women in our circles would get a, you know, a great kick out of it, have a lot of fun. And, and it's a skill set. They, you know, every, the more people that know these skills, the safer we're all going to be. I agree. Definitely. Definitely. I agree. That's in the works. <laughs> I love works. it. So, yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in. Head to 10,000. I don't have any gear on today for once. With I do. I do. You got Ooh, it on. Yes, yeah, Corey's representing. There we go. We got the 10,000 hat on. Use code Tango15. I been, those five inch shorts are really taking some. Uh, you know, I, I've been wearing Woo. them on squat days. I was getting a lot of people. Did you order yours? I haven't ordered you, them yet. Five or inches. Get off this toilet, I, I man. <laughs> oh, my God. Everything with you is like this. I know. I got It's like pulling teeth. And be definitely this guy was things. supposed to go on blast for 18 months. It took the longest sale ever. <laughs> yeah, The yeah. longest sale ever. <laughs> like, that's how it is with everything with me. If, it was, per, if it was per, like, uh, conversation that I got paid, I would have lost so much money on that blast. <laughs> And I think when he pulls I'm a pin, hard you're, sell, man. I'm yeah, a hard but you're sell. all in when you sell. Oh, when yeah. you're all in. Well, when yeah, you buy. That's, that's, that's exactly it, actually. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah. No, I hope everybody's liking the new set. It's much more relaxed like this. Like, it feels it. like a real cool vibe. And uh, thank you to Urban Ivy Marketing for always hooking us up and doing a great job getting this podcast up on the air. Hope everybody enjoys it. We're over and out. Now's the time to do more and be more. 